Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to do this every episode now. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Other things. Yeah. I'm not doing an intro. I'm just going to do this for a while. Uh, yeah. How we do it? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you back to another Fly Casual. That's right. We're here for another big old basket of docket. And you know what? It is a season of good things. So you're going to stick around to hear about those good things on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle. Okay, I have to admit something. Uh huh. When this first this music video first came out, I had a thing for Miss Aguilera. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever have. I don't think I've ever you found her. Man. You see the video? Uh, you yeah, know, I don't know. Uh, I liked. Okay, so back in the day when it was her and Britney, I definitely was more in her camp. Britney can see. I mean, oh, I don't think I was in either of their camps. I was probably up in the mountains looking down at the camps going, all right, how are we going to stamp these out? Now, wait a minute. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm a big, giant Christina Aguilera right, right, right. That's not connoisseur. I mean, if I had to pick one. Yes. Not bald Brittany. <laughs> nah. Nah. Christina. Christina. Yeah. All the way. All, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I ever. Nah, you're wrong. That's, it's yeah, fine. You are wrong. That's wrong. fair. There are a lot of there are a lot of like trendy hot chicks that dudes were into that I was just like missing the train on. Like I remember when who was the chick and the born movies in Ten Things I Hate About You? The blonde skinny chick. What's her name? Ten things. Uh, oh yeah. No, no Styles. No. Yeah, Styles. Uh, Julia Styles. Julia Styles. Yeah, right. I remember when everybody was absolutely oh, yeah. drooling nah. over Julia Styles, and nah. I went, no, I don't thanks. get it. Yeah, I don't either. But that's the thing, though. I thought like, she was it, pretty. That was another thing. Where, yeah, like, right. yeah, I thought she was pretty, pretty girl, and cute. But, but yeah, I didn't I think mean, she was a great. You know, I didn't. I mean, I literally like my bell did not ring at all. I was just like, I mean, she's just a person. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't have. I, like she's an okay actress. She plays mad well. <laughs> <laughs> she was ancient. She makes teenager. a good shrew. If you will, what? Yeah, I get it. That's like two taming, taming of the shrew references. That's two weeks in a row with taming of the shrew references. How about that? How about that? Is this the episode where we just sit back and uh, talk about the women that we've objectified through lives, through our lives? Mm-hmm. Well, we can. Yeah, I mean, Why we not? do that when the recording's not happening. I mean, during near constantly. We don't sit around and talk about you know local productions of musicals <laughs> or anything. Sure, no. that's not a thing that happens. No. It's not a thing that literally just happened. Mike saw Elf the Musical. I did. I did. Our local civic theater, and it was fun. I liked it. Yeah. I was disappointed because they didn't, Garrick, they didn't play up any, uh like, forced perspective jokes, <laughs> which I feel like what? that's a missed opportunity. Like, to have the regular height guy sitting downstage with all the elf regular height people sitting upstage and <laughs> acting like they're all together. Like, I think that would have been hilarious, but... <laughs> Whatever, I what guess. Is, dog. Yeah, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Fly casual episode number realm of three seventy three seventy. The next one in the list. Yeah, the next, the next exciting episode of Fly Casual. 
I'm your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey Wilson. Across from me, getting the wax out of his ear, Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Itchy, itchy. You got to clean it out. You got to be ready to go. Dude, tis Love the season. Sticky. Tis the season. You got to keep the those... season. Well, you both got that, your glasses on over the there. icky, sticky? That... Bubba, sticky, yeah. icky, sticky, mm-hmm. bubba. Icky, sticky. Icky, yeah. icky, bicky. Is that earwax? Is that yeah. That means? Yeah. Okay. Endo, endo is butt cheese. Ew, gross. Yeah. yeah. You don't want no part of that. Yours makes cheese? You don't, yours doesn't? I thought it was Fromunda cheese. Yeah, you don't have Fromunda? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, cheese. You don't You don't have the Fromunda from Down Under? <laughs> I'm just mm. saying. Cowabunga. Just got cheddar. Yep. Uh, did I already introduce you, Mike? Or did I get distracted? You did both introduce me. Glasses. Okay, I good. am Hi. here. Good. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to see all eight of the eyes across from me hey, looking back. Don't call me four eyes. You're both wearing. I've been I'm, called four eyes. I feel like weird that I'm grade. not wearing my glasses, but I never do yeah. during recording. That's all blind. Yep. Get your glasses. Getting old. These are readers, man. You got the sugars. Yeah, mine are readers too, man. I but I, I'll, I come down here and I squint and I do it for you. Bastard. I squint at my phone for you know research purposes and things like that. Not porn. Not like internet research. Like actual <laughs> research. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. never mind. Not with the kids. Oh, there is Joseph Daly. I'm looking at porn right now. So I don't know why. <laughs> That's why your glasses. Why are wouldn't on. you be? Yeah, see, I don't I mean, often see Howie with his glasses on because he got the Lasix. He used to wear the glasses yeah. all the time. Yeah, I used to wear regular glasses all. Now I just wear reading glasses occasionally. Yeah. I wear mine all day long for work. So I almost never have them on at night. I will squint. Even when I go to bed, I will just squint at my phone. I'll play the trombone with my phone, yeah. you know, as they say in White Christmas. You know, yep, in and out, in and out with the trombone there. Yep. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you uh, suck a. Uh the popsicle stick. Speaking of in and out and sucking things, uh, cross pond out of you is Garrett Nutt Day, Hardy. You know what I do. Yeah, ah, got him. Do. Yeah, buddy. Yep, runs in the family. The old uh, sucking in and out. <laughs> it does. I mean, the, the hamburgers. What did you guys think I said? Dude, wolfing down the McDonald's burgers. Yeah. We know you. In my in and out burgers, yep. sucking them down. Having like a, a chili dog. Yep. <laughs> sucking down chili dog, sucking down chili dog, sucking down chili dog, sucking down chili dog. <laughs> chili dog. <laughs> What's like the song, right? You guys got it. What's that, happening? That was a very rewarding video. Which one of you recommended that to Garrick, me? Was, was, was it? Was it not me? It oh, was, no, I, I thought it was you. Oh, maybe. <laughs> or was it Sancho? It, was it had been Sancho. It might have been I don't Sancho. Think it was me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that video, I cracked up. Suck it down, chili dog. Sucking down, chili Suck it down, dog. Ju- chili dog. Suck it down, chili dog. Suck it down, down chili dog. dog. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Cross pond down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. You already did, already yeah, did, that? You did yeah. that. What yeah. is going on? All right. Uh, over there's Mike. Hey. <laughs> still sucking. Where's my second intro? I'm still Corey. You don't get one. Oh. You go suck a chili dog I down. Actually, I prefer oh, that. <laughs> I yeah. prefer sucking a chili dog. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, hey, it's a super docket. Hello. Super yes. docket hey. episode. Let's whoa, whoa, do whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got some passionate dockets to talk about tonight. Oh shit! Yeah, I know. it's Britney Spears. That's yep. his docket. Oh, here we go. I, I guess I'm big in Britney Spears. There's so many other women that <laughs> I was into. Boy, it sounds like I'm covering for something, doesn't it? I should just sure back does. off right now. I mean, there's some hot dudes. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be honest. So, uh, uh, Mike, any news? 
<laughs> we do have some news. Oh! Hope it's Disney is firing Who, everybody. Yeah. Who's dying of butt cancer today, Mike? Well, boys, in the news this week, Henry oh. Cavill. Oh no, he, he died, died of butt oh, cancer. No! Oh, no. Superman, why? <laughs> Who will I forty man raid with now? <laughs> <laughs> Lex Luthor, I'll get you. This is all, all right, John man. Dyer's fault. All right, uh, Henry Cavill, back in the Supermans. Back in the Supermans. Back in Superman. Not in the Witchers. Not but in the Witchers. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, good news, bad news here. Yeah. So, I was excited to hear that he is back as Superman. This is uh, terrible news. This I hate been... Superman now even more uh, than ever. <laughs> you might like the new Witcher guy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, not if it took. Thor, not, no, I hate Superman. Thor's younger brother. Yes, it's Thor's younger brother. It's it's one of the Hem Hemsworths. Yeah, the other Hemsworth. Uh, the vampire one. Vampire. Wasn't there a vampire Hemsworth and the guy no, in True Blood? The, wasn't he? A, oh no, it's the dude. He's from, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a brother of the dude who played the Pennywise. It's the it's the uh, yeah. that he was in the uh, he was with the Jennifer Lawrence and the uh, now see Jennifer Lawrence I'll objectify. <laughs> and she's talented. Yeah, she. He was in I, that. They're mocking. He was in the mocking Jay. Like, thing like, I, like, uh, like. Seriously, like, like. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is a weakness. Hunger Games. A I, weakness. I, for I me. get it. I understand. Okay. Yeah, I mocking Yeah, Hunger Games. I didn't realize Hunger that that Games. was uh, the Hemsworth. He was pretty good in those. Yeah. Or yeah, in that. Not Henry Cavill. I think. Yeah, he's no, <laughs> yeah, he's no, no Henry Cavill. I may. I may boycott Witcher just because. Henry hey, you got one more I, season with him, so enjoy. Good. I need uh, Henry Cavill saying the F word in my life forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably only going to get a little bit of that as Superman now that DC is all being led all by right. James so, Gunn. Yeah. So this is all kind of breaking as we record. Probably be old hat by the time this hits is the it, airway. Is it breaking as we record? <laughs> yeah, is well, it? <laughs> it's only been out about a week or they so. They won't know better. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's breaking. But uh, breaking <laughs> as it re-record means there. Mike's got like three feet of ticker you, tape in his hand. You know does it matter? <laughs> this is does it news. matter? It's gonna come out in like six, seven months. Okay. <laughs> Pearl Harbor's been bombed. Breaking news. <laughs> oh no! How infamous is that? We've landed on the moon <laughs> again. No way. As <laughs> <laughs> if. Henry Cavill Superman, huh? Yeah, he is. I hate Superman. I still want to see a good Superman movie with Henry Cavill in it because I feel like Henry Cavill. I like to see a good Superman movie. So this is what this such a thing has happened. No, so so for those who don't know, um, Black Adam came out and the big reveal at the end, the end credit scene, Blockadam. Henry Cavill as Superman made an appearance at the end of the movie. I used to like Henry Cavill. And apparently this was a big deal. Uh, apparently the rock really pushed for I hate this. The rock now. He probably had to like sit down and play D and D with him. Cause my understanding was that, that Bla- the, Bla- the producers yeah. for black Adam did not want that cameo at the end of that movie. Well, because all the cameos at the end of everything else have been like, wah, wah, but mostly because none of them have included Henry Cavill. Well, apparently it was pushed for it, but I, I, my under, my, my guess, I don't know how this all came out. My guess is that they they came soft to that and allowed it to happen because of the James Gunn, which obviously had to be in the works at that time. Yeah. 
Um, so which is the it other was part of the news very soon, like right, that, right in the same. Yeah. So, so there's a fan I mean, petition like that's over 200,000 <laughs> names that's bring Henry Cavill back to Witcher. Just yeah, saying. It's going to suck for sure. Yep. Oh, come on. Hemsworth's well, I mean, okay. that tells me if he's leaving the Witcher that they've got some pretty big plans coming up. Well, so I think he's now, dead now at the end. Of, we know how it, season three ends of the Witcher. He dies. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> they didn't in, recast, at least in uh, Howie's heart. They didn't recast him as Geralt, you don't think? Well, if they do, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, me too. That would be so dumb. Maybe like Geralt went off it, and... It needs to be like, like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Down. It's like a, a mantle that gets <laughs> passed yeah. on. I mean, they do have multiple witchers. It could be just another white haired witcher. Exactly. Yeah. But they're all dead. Didn't they all die? They call all, it, yeah, he'll, be, season, he'll be called Geralt 2. Season 2, almost all, if not all, witchers except for Henry Cavill die. So It'll be Geralt's little brother, and he'll go by Geralt 2, and then Geralt will sue him for taking his act. Yes. <laughs> Again, the Gallagher jokes. And I'm then, full of them. And then, uh, yeah, I don't care. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse for Howie than talking about dead people, Mike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he was like Henry Cavill. Fact, that role. No, That's what you did crazy. is you said all these people died to me. To, now, right, just now he was. I agree. He was born for that role, and he was very passionate about that role. But he's chosen. To go back and do this. So that's what does that say about Henry Cavill's faith in the... That's what, why he's dead to me. <laughs> Henry Cavill oh. has come out and said that, expect a very different version of Superman going forward. Thank God, I hope. Question, dot, now, dot, dot, question, you, has, again, I still, I'm still worried about James Gunn being He doesn't have that much control over it. <laughs> no, but he's relaying what the expectations are. I, and I, yeah, they had he might not have. Too. We had a lot of expectations for Star Wars when Disney bought no, it. He doesn't have control, but I guarantee if it was more of the same, he wouldn't have signed on. That, exactly. That's the point. Exactly. He doesn't know if it's more of the same until he goes through it. Well, I mean, they've got to try to convince him. I mean, they got to. You mean they got to lie, lie to him? Yeah, that's probably what they did. I'm afraid that you've been watching the same things I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 inward Hollywood uh, meta is pretty tricksy. I think he wants some redemption here. He, yeah, I mean, I, if, God if, dang. If, I don't know if you guys know this. Kind of like you and McGregor got with his series. I mean, it could have happened. It just didn't. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this or not, but during the time when they were casting for Superman Returns, Henry Cavill was in the discussion at that time. He actually, I think... What was he like? Did he have his learner's permit? My God, he had to be in a baby at that point. He wasn't. He's 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 older than that. He's like but eighty years the old. The point. But the point being is, he's wanted this role for a long time. So when he got it, he was very excited. And then it. And then Zack Snyder happened. Wiped his balls with uh, it. Right. And I think he, he he's always wanted this. Mm-hmm. And I think if if he feels like he's going to get some redemption out of this, then I'm I'm happy for him. And I. I hope. I hope the James Gunn era does something better. It's, yeah, it's going to be interesting because if they're going to pretend that everything else is canon, and I'm not even talking, I don't about, even, I'm not I even don't talking know about how Justice they do League. It. I'm not even talking about I'm, I'm, all the way back to Man of Steel. I'm sorry. I still think Man of Steel was crap. It was. It was. Now, okay. So with all this said, I, I, I personally mean, I think I that they could set up some multiverse stuff with the Flash movie, which is still happening, by the way. It, did they have figured out the magic combination? Now I've heard Are they just gonna they, animate they someone keep, else's a mustache on the. They keep saying 
that they are they are definitely releasing the Flash movie now. Whether it's going to be with Ezra Miller or a new actor. Oh my gosh, that's I, a lot of reshoots. I know. I get Is it. Is this like a going to be like a Zack Snyder cut type of thing? I'm scared. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like DC is All delivered. I'm saying is that if they wanted to reboot the universe, they could. Yeah, you're true. I mean, f- if they do Flashpoint, they absolutely could. In all seriousness, I hope mm-hmm. that is true. Superman's an iconic superhero. Yes, I want some redemption personally. And the, it would be nice. I just don't have any faith. Zero. No, I don't either. Don't get me wrong <laughs> yeah. here. I'm excited for Henry Cavill. But I, I hold no I'm, expectations. I am not excited yeah. for him, Henry Cavill. I hold no expectations. You're pretty sure it's going to be trash anyway. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's going to be, he's going to come out on the other end like, dang it. I, I want to have hope. Me too. I don't, but I want I'm, to. I'm right there with you. That's yep. how I, exactly how I feel about it. Yep. And I'll believe it when I see it. Liam Hensworth it, it is a great pick for Witcher. So. But good luck. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go. I really I don't, don't either. So honestly, I I like Henry Cavill's Witcher a lot, but I feel like you could play the character a little more loose. Not, not loose is not the word, but not quite as pent up. I and I think a Hemsworth could do that. He could play he could play pent up and serious without feeling like he's constantly getting ready to go into a fit of rage. The, the, yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I really almost would rather than this is a. A different Witcher, yeah. I mean, a different story, different character. Yeah, different. different not Geralt. Not Geralt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I see. Because yeah. then it'd be a lot easier to just accept. <laughs> <laughs> kind of I mean, like, kind of like we wish they would just abandon the post post OT canon of Star Wars movie yeah. canon. Yeah. Just, I think everybody which wishes that. I anybody. Like the whole trilogy? No, because like everybody that worshipped the Last Jedi or pretended to still hated Rise of Skywalker. So we're all, yeah. we all ended up more or less on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, any other news? That's all I had. Oh boy, that means it's time to talk about some stuff. Stuff. I mean, I'm. I like Garrick's throat music. I'm kinda, I want to listen, listen to him, Bobby McFerrin, his way through the old press play theme. I'm kind of missing the. Uh, um, you may, you distracted me. Now I can't think of a, uh, uh, what Garrick as Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> no, um, uh, uh, Porkins kid. Porkins kid. I'm missing. I'm missing Porkins. Yeah, I mean Porkins kid doesn't really have a lot to say in a reach around episode. He never comes around for the. Uh, yeah, I know. Because he doesn't know what's going to happen on yeah. the. On the docket episode. Well, hopefully next time or in, in the next, yeah. Well, next time we do a more focused subject, I'm sure his mom will let him out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's just a bad day for me, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this this whole Superman thing. I'm sorry. The Henry Cavill. Yeah. yeah. The he it's how he doesn't have the Henry Cavalry anymore. See, what I did. There's a play on his name. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it sounded the same. Yep. Mike. Yes. You have not been around for a docket in six uh, months. Yeah, truth. Where you been, bro? <laughs> hey, I was I had an anniversary, man. So uh, I had to get away, is. do some couple yeah. things and yeah. I, I again I've lost track of all your physical ailments. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did yeah. you I thought you guys gave up on the last step. I didn't think there was an ailment. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. I think there was <laughs> the one before gout. that. There was some gout some involved. Gout. The one before that, I think you like had to go get like wiener surgery. Yeah. Mm. You probably had gout yeah. in a year or something. That went well. Second wiener. 
Yeah, the <laughs> second, there well. was the second week. I had, yeah, I had the attachment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then had to have the original second one removed because three was just too many. <laughs> the original. Yeah, you did one. have a penis pump at one time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that was awesome. No, powers. I still have the pump. It's Mike's, in my ball sack. Oh, Mike's got a mutation like a two humped camel. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's full uh, of water. But it's all better now. And things, things are water. good. So, yeah. yeah. What's mm-hmm. on your docket? Well, uh, I just I finished uh, House of House of the Dragon, House of Dagron, House of Dagron. Um, we talked about that when you were in here. Yeah, we okay. sure did. All right. Well, then I won't spend too much time on it. Everybody does. Um, I don't know how you yep. guys feel about it. There Mosh. was a little contention last time we were Chomp. together talking about it, because um, there was this weird comparison between that and Ring of Rings of Power. Um, I'll tell you this: the last episode, House of Dragon was amazing thank you i needed some reinforcement there because i enjoyed the whole season i'm not gonna let that slide but (laughs) mike the last episode of house of dragon was awesome thank you see what i did there all right thank you see what i did there appreciate that there you go that was a really soft wet high five but my hands were (laughs) all good last last episode of house of dragon was Terrible. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> actually, actually, Garrick was the one I was the most concerned about because he didn't seem to be very thrilled. I, you've read the book. Yeah, he's right? the guy who reads things. Yeah, so. No, I didn't read the book. Oh, okay. He's All also right, the no, guy no, who no. likes She-Hulk. So I'm I don't mad. Know. I'm mad at George R. He's boycotting <laughs> him like right in the next he's one. boycotting him like he let uh, Henry Cavill go. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I was concerned initially with the time jumps, but I'm fine with it because it I. I don't know. I don't want a recreation of of um, Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. I don't. No. I, I I I like that this is different. It it feels more like because my understanding of the the text that this was the the show is drawn from is more of like a history type thing. Like it's more presented that way as opposed to. Are we talking about Rings of Power or Game of Thrones? No, games Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, I guess both, yeah, right? Exactly. because so, yeah, my understanding is that like. Like House of Dragons is like I don't know fifty pages of text. It's very small. Yeah. So that's how mad Garrick is. That's like one. <laughs> that's, so that's like one pooping. <laughs> one pooping. For him. So um, <laughs> no, I love that show uh, top to bottom. Um, I've loved how it's, it's it's gone, how it's playing out. I love. I don't know. I I I even love the stuff where people are pointing out. Oh, Game of Thrones. They talk about you know. Yeah. The, the characters. The connective and stuff, tissue. And, yeah. I I, I, like yeah. All that I stuff, get off on that. So. But yeah, that last step, man, that was pretty awesome. So I'm excited to be excited again for a Game of Thrones property. So. Yep. What yeah. Do, what do you think about the big chomp? Crunch. The big. The big crunch. The big. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. What? Right at the very end when the, the dragon, the, the big dragon, chomp. eat the little dragon. Oh, gotcha, into gotcha, gotcha. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. So. Um, yeah, that was pretty. That's a pretty terrifying sequence yeah. of events. No, right? that, the mo- and hey. that little piece of child just falling through the sky. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. I, I, that I don't know if that was as frightening as when he f- when, sees when it first gets down there and, and he sees, sees it over the horizon. Yeah, as we talked about that, like, all of us, all of us pooped our pants. <laughs> when they there's that lightning, that. there's that lightning crash, yeah. and yeah. you're like, "What the?" <laughs> you're like, "Oh, I know who's I mean, there." You knew that dragon was big, but that was like the first time you, you had, saw in perspective of yeah. other. You know, the first time you got real perspective. Yeah. Of and dang it, I knew all these dragons' names at one time, and I can't. I'm drawing a blank. That on is so now that we're lame. Talking about it, I know. Vagar. Vagar. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just call Garrick lame. I'm just going to call him all, well, Garrick knows. I'm going to call him all Dagron. <laughs> yeah. Big Dagron. Big Dagron. Little Dagron. So, I don't want to rehash if you guys have talked about it, but. I'm going to miss Viserys, though, man. That guy was. Yeah. He's no, he, he was legit. Time, he killed it, dude. He killed that role. He I really mean, did. how many different versions of that character did he have to play? <laughs> yes. Like old, getting older and more ailing and more like just like. I don't know, like, some point, like pointy throne hands, infection yeah. riddled. Right. Like he's like mad with syphilis practically. Right. Oh, man. And, and he was something. God, Matt Smith, too, uh, he's brought to that role. I just, I, I'm a, ma- the, the cool thing about, I think his role is that he's not a man of words. It's just what he does on screen. I feel like that Matt Smith, a lot of the times, you know, it, he really, he's a, he's a power actor. He's he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to be presence. the manic doctor. No, his right. presence is. Yeah. I, 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 I don't like him on talk shows because he really thinks he's a cheeky bastard and I get bored with him in real yeah. life. But well, I guess in real I life like I haven't seen him, but um well, I, I think the, the, the I, main I really usually don't the main scene with him that really grabbed me the season and I came to find out a little more information was there's the scene where Viserys is coming out into the throne room when um it looked like um Hightower was gonna be you know do, proceeding over, you know, what was gonna happen with the you know, who's gonna be um, dang it. Can't wait. Rhaenyra's, uh, the succession. Yeah, the succession, how oh. the succession was going to go. And then yeah. Viserys, as an old man, you know, coming in, can barely walk that was on death's yeah, door. And he walks scene. in. The yeah, scene was. where he's getting up on the throne and drops his crown, and Matt Smith goes over and picks it up mm-hmm. and says, you know, basically do this, or I'm getting choked up already. Oh, my God, <laughs> Mike. It's House wow. of Dagrons. Apparently, that was ad-libbed by Matt, Matt Smith. Picking up the crown, picking up the crown and putting them on the throne. Well, like, the, mm. they must have done it twice because they got close up on the uh, for like a second angle. Well, no, no, I mean probably in the moment. Yeah, it's like I'm just I'm going to do this thing, and mm. you know, and and they went with it. So I, that was yeah. that was cool to hear. And I love his character because he's so complex, man. So the, here's this guy who's been oh, looked yeah. over, you know, and you know had his you know rights the throne you know called out and whatnot and he was but, like the uncontrolled hothead yes who has to like circle it in and just become the dad but he's still got this boiling lava in him but yet now it has to come out in a controlled wise but burn. he's so loyal to family too yeah. i just i love that about him yeah very loyal yeah like with his <laughs> like parts he, yeah, yeah. Well, even well he had he was, wasn't skipping a beat when uh they're usurping the throne mm-hmm. and he's like we're doing we're this is you know, this isn't happening. Yeah, She's, my wife may queen. not have yeah. made up her yeah. mind, but <laughs> right. A, B, and C, and D get on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. She made up her mind at that last shot, though. Turn around, mm-hmm. look right oh. at the camera. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. And you just That's went, another scene. And you just you... went, oh, we ain't gotta wait seven <laughs> seasons for you to get pissed like we did last time. You just gonna be pissed now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, knowing her fate too is kind of. Hard to swallow, but yeah, that that last scene. You know what's great? The, Not knowing any of it. That's where I'm at. Oh man, boy. Hey, I, know, all I know too much. <laughs> I mean, what I do is I overspoil everything for Rings of Power for myself, so it all becomes very predictable and guessable. But with this show, I'm saying completely in the Well, dark. good good for you, and you need to do that. I'm I, on the other hand, I'm the guy that picks up the Harry Potter book and reads the last page. I know, I so. remember. In line, <laughs> book four. <laughs> loudly to everybody in the one checkout line open at Meyer at midnight. <laughs> Mike opens up the book. I've told the story in the pocket store. Mike opens up the book and says just a little too loud for social niceties. <laughs> yep. 
There it is. Ron put it in. (laughs) (laughs) And then slams the book shut. And I'm like, oh my God. Mike forgot that there's other people. So I'm one of those guys that whenever there's a Facebook video or a TikTok or whatever, and it's like these, the nerds like nerding out and telling me everything, I'm listening. So I I know it all. I, 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 I am the same way. I just give it to myself only in like, all right, I'm allowed to do that with this, but not with that. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Good yeah. on you because it'll be even better for you. Yep. So. Garrick, dock it me up. Dock it my turn. Okay. Well, boys, I talked to the uh, Sancho Panda. Sancho! Oh, Sancho's. You've heard of him, right? Yeah. Pretty I think. Famous. Who was that guy? Wait. He's uh, ch- sucking on chili dogs. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Like, sucking on gotcha. chili dog. Yep. Young chili dog. Sucking on chili dog. Sucking on chili dog. Well, he gave, he uh, sent me a text. And he said, have you ever tried Marvel Snap? And I looked it up. I, I have That's no like idea a, what he's talking about. Snack but I'm or something. Gonna... Yeah, it does. Snap. <laughs> I was thinking like, yeah. like, a, like a fruit flavored candy. <laughs> yeah. So I, have, I have no idea what he's talking about, but uh, I'll look it up. Apparently, Marvel Snap is a app of a game. It's a new game for Marvel. You heard of Marvel? Oh, comics? Is it like Exploding yeah. Snap? I mean, we're talking about Harry Potter. Is it Marvel or Marvel? Marvel. Or is it like Marvel. Snape? Is it like a Snape? Yeah, Snape. You can pick your house. Nice. But they're all Slytherin for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's just it's an app. It's a game. It's it's a card game uh, with Marvel characters. And but so he it's not really cards, like, right? No, it's for all virtual. Okay. So you don't play with real cards, out Digital cards. Cards don't literally come out of your so phone. So is it Howie? So if they're digital cards, is it DC? Do you have a Game Boy printer? Can you print off the cards? No. It's Marvel. Yeah, uh, DC. No, digital, digital cards, cards. huh? Yeah. DC. I guess. Uh, I guess yeah. Marvel. DC, DC Marvel yeah. cards. Yeah. Has a lot of DC, DC digital content yeah. in the game. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'd never heard of this, so I looked it up. I'm like, oh, well, this looks stupid. I hate card games. Except Magic. I like Magic. It's fun. Yeah. And I've played Marvel games in the past, and two a one, they are all blatant money grabs every single one yeah like it, you can't you can't progress you can't do any you can progress to a certain point and then you suddenly hit a wall and now you're paying a bunch of money yep. to proceed so i mean yeah, what you're describing well, is 95 percent of all digital card games maybe even more yeah yeah really it is yeah it, all game like all apps like uh that involve any sort of leveling yeah or anything like that they make it easy so, to set the hook and then go ah it's, they don't even amp it up casually so you don't notice that you're just putting in a dollar or two here or there. They're just immediately like, want to do anything? 20 bucks, effer. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. Well, the main reason I quit uh, Galaxy Heroes after, I think, three years yeah, of playing it every years, day. Yeah, yeah, because it, it just got too onerous of a money grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so How much money anyway, did you I put in that? Galaxy Heroes? Yeah. Probably like over three years, probably about thirty dollars. Well, that's pretty good. I mean, I spent thirty dollars in Fortnite a couple weeks ago, and I only play it like once every <laughs> other week. <laughs> no, there's there's people in that game who are dropping thousands of dollars. Yeah, oh, and cow. at this at the you know at a certain point, it was the meta became hey, play to win. You know, if we all stop doing games. that, then they'll stop making games. That I are know. Like that. Just stop. The it. problem Why is there are dumb dums who will spend that money. And so as long as they're dumb dums willing yep. to spend their money, there will be a snake oil salesman. There yeah, will yeah. be someone showing up on my parents' doorstep yep. saying that they'll, you know, give them like pest control that they don't need. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, that's why we have NFTs now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. It's all your fault, gamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. We suck. So I was like, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll try it. Let's see. I'll, I'll, you know, there's no harm to me if I download it, play a few rounds and I hate it. Let the Chinese have all your information. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they already got it from every other game. on my It's phone true. How he sends you TikToks no all harm. the time. All yeah, I know. I, yeah, I've clicked on a few, so they know where I am <laughs> at all times. Yeah, what so, was that guy uh, yeah, doing the impressions? That was a pretty good one. I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. I don't Mike, Mike knows. I don't click on anything. Mike knows. Huh? Mike was asleep. Who? It's fine. Go back to sleep, yeah. old man. Huh? Your game. So I downloaded the game, your, fired your DC it up, game. started playing. Uh, my DC Marvel game. Downloaded it, played it, and I'm addicted, guys. Oh, no. I'm addicted to the game. I haven't put any money in it, which I think that's part of the reason why I like it. Yeah, that would be Because I'm a big winning. One. I, I, like, okay, let me kind of break down the general principle of what you do so you get a, a deck of 10 cards and you can pick your cards however you want them and you win newer cards as you as you play along i haven't bought any but i i think my deck's still fairly competitive for where i'm at uh so you, there you get your 10 cards you go into a round you draw three to start off and there's three uh territories or uh, I can't remember, battlegrounds i can't remember what they're exactly called and they each have a different effect but the effect changes every game you play. And there are like 20 to 30 different effects that one of these battlegrounds can, can have. And it, it, so they start with the three. The only the first one is revealed on the first round. And every round you get an, an energy. So on the first round, you get one energy. Second round, you get two energy and so on and so forth. And energy doesn't carry over. It goes away. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. So play your cards with certain energy costs. So one energy card takes one energy, obviously. They're usually sense. pretty weak, but there's a lot of one energy cards that are actually really good that are easy to get. Like those, the, they're like, if you compare it to magic, they're like a white weenie deck. Yeah. My but favorite one. Yep. But it's a little one, 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 two character out. But then you start playing like a two, three character that buffs the one, one yeah. in that area. Yep. Who's ever in that battle zone. Uh, so it, it gets pretty, pretty complicated. Like you, you actually have to think about what you're doing at the end. The strategy is really cool. There's some stuff where you just like, you'll be playing in a, uh, like some two of the battlegrounds at the beginning aren't revealed. So I'll put a one, one character in a non-revealed battleground. I'm like, I hope this isn't going to screw me And it. It could, at, once the battlegrounds revealed, it could be really good or really terrible for you. Mm. So, uh, there's a lot of strategy involved. Uh, the, I like the way they've done it uh, where every you, you start off. Uh, the only way you can unlock cards is kind of uh, advancing your own cards. And what do you mean? What I mean by advance is you, you pay in game currency to make them cooler looking like they, at the first one, the <clears> frame <throat> breaks and then you get a 3d model and it's animated is a, is, and you know, it gets a cooler and cooler looking card and the, the money in game currency that you get is like, pretty fairly easy to get. Like I, I haven't had a time where I needed to put actual money in the game. Like I'm, I'm progressing. I feel at a pretty good clip. Interesting. I mean, that could, I could change after a while, obviously. Uh, it's basically like three tiers of cards. You start off on like tier one where it's all the like little cards, you know, they do simple things. And then you get, as you progress and get more comfortable with the game, you start unlocking tier two cards 
which are like a little bit more advanced. They do. Then you kind of kind of think how the tier one and tier two cards are going to like interact with each other. What's that's the like fun part. Strategy could put. What's that? That's the fun part for me. Magic is like deck building and like going, okay, what cards will work with what cards? Like how, you know, figuring out like cool tricks that I could pull off. To- yeah. And that's exactly what this is like too. Cause you can, you, I'm, I'm going to is- get so into this. I'm so mad at Sancho <laughs> and it's right addictive. Now. Cause the, the rounds are six rounds total. You only get six rounds. So they go pretty quick. Like one round probably only takes about three to five minutes. That's great. Depending on, depending how fast the, your opponent is at making their play for that round. And, and their time, so you only like I think max around can last is like a minute mm. if they don't like place their cards at times out and they don't get a, a play. Yeah, uh, but the deck building is insane. Wow! Like <laughs> I'm looking on Reddit now on their their subreddit to see if there's some meta that I I'm not seeing and that you know there's everyone has a different trick, but you could build the perfect deck, and that's what's so great about this game. You could build the perfect deck. But A, you might not draw what you need. And B, the battlegrounds could really screw you over yeah. depending on what flips up. The battlegrounds part of it reminds me of Sentinels of the Multiverse. Because yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly like Yeah, because every round of Sentinels, the the like there's every player is playing a deck together. There's a bad guy whose deck a player can play it because you don't have to make decisions. The the deck tells you what to do. And then there's the uh, the I forget what it's called, but yeah, the area, the 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 setting also has a small deck, and you're flipping over cards, and this, different things are happening to the environment. Maybe that's what it's called, environment deck. And so, yeah, you could get depending on what character you were and what what person you're fighting, what baddie you're fighting, you could get super screwed by the environment or buffed. But mm-hmm. that's and yeah, yeah, that's that I really thought was it's a cool a, dynamic. It's exactly like that. There's a I. I've only encountered this one battleground once and the I've played like probably about it's got to be over a hundred rounds, I think. Gosh, but uh, one where it's at the ego battleground, if you uncover it, it plays your cards for both cards for you. So you kind of just have to sit back and hope you win. <laughs> it's just stupid stuff like that. I find fun. Cause you're just like, Oh, what am I going to do? I guess I'll just let ego hopefully win for me. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, the, oh, I the, try the reason it's called Snap is during the game, you can, it's kind of like a wagering system-ish. Like if you win a game, you get one level up point and you progress through a leveling up system where you can get uh, in-game currency and new cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can Snap, which means you click on it. You think that's only if you think you're going to win. When you Snap, it's going to double two points that's funny because when when thanos snapped it halved everything (laughs) yeah this doubles it oh you you win you get two points i forgot um you get two you snap you get four oh wow if both parties snap you get eight oh dang but you're but if you lose you lose that many oh no points yeah so it's kind of like a wager like you see your opponent like some people just snap right off right off the bat without even playing a card because they think that i don't know why i'm assuming that had the perfect draw. Have you ever gone to the gas station and had to wait behind three people buying 90 scratch offs? That's <laughs> yeah. why, because people are just all in, man. Yeah, they just, they do it. They just snap. And I love it because we'll get to the end of the game and I realize that their plays are just, just awful. And the, the battlegrounds like really favor my deck rather than theirs. So I'll snap and get like, take eight whatever units away from them. So you can snap at any point while the round's still going. 
Yeah. That's you can cool. snap on the first round before you even play a card. Or you can you can't snap after the last cards have been played. But you can snap right before the last card gets played. Yes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I'm gonna install this tonight. Yeah. Well, you both play at the same time, but it doesn't reveal until both of you say uh that you've ended your turn. So one of the things I hate about a lot of mobile games is that they're designed to only let you play a little bit at a time. And there's going to be times where I'm literally sitting around with nothing to do for an hour and I want to play. Will I be able to play this game without having to pump money into it? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't pumped a single dollar. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of games you can do that, but play for 10 minutes a night. Yeah. You know, there's uh, the way I understand it from like there is you can buy use money to buy gold bars or whatever. So far in the store, all I see for sale of gold bars is variants to the card art. So if you want, like, you have, like, a Wolverine and you say, oh, this Wolverine cover art is really cool. I'm going to spend real money to buy that. Like, you're not getting any bonuses to your cards and you wow. can't buy new cards. I you hope... can buy a battle pass yeah. that unlocks cards, okay. but they just unlock earlier than they normally would. Okay, well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And you know what? Hopefully there's enough little horse armor kiddos out there willing to spend money on a Wolverine variant. I mean, you can you can spend gold to buy in-game currency to upgrade your cards faster, but I think that's kind of a detriment, especially for newer players. Because then you're going to be playing higher play. level characters without yeah, the experience. If you advance yeah. too fast, you're going to like be lost, I think. Interesting. Unless you're really good. Marvel Snap. Yeah. You know, screw, screw you and Sancho, is what I say. Yeah, if you need an hour to kill, you know, just play it, you know, download it, check it out. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and I'm seriously not happy about it. I've not been playing any games on my phone for like several months now, and now I'm going to, and I'm mad. Dang it, Sancho. It's just so fun when you get screwed over by the environment. It's just like, well, I could have won, but whatevs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, man, that's the drama of Marvel. Hey, man. That's right. Jack. Hey, man, talk to me. Why are you ignoring me? Inside jokes, I guess. Howie, I'm going to go next, and here's why. Because if I went last, I'd go on too long. And I'm going to well, talk. How's this going to stop you? A, a, a little. <laughs> Just a little. Because I'm going to talk about a show that I'm so excited about right now that when I heard they were making the show, I got really excited. And then I completely forgot that it happened. And then you've was already gone on too long. Zipping in through the Amazon Primes and realized, oh, yeah, it's in there on the Paramount Plus section on my Amazon Prime account. Because remember, that was a whole thing we talked about where Amazon Prime, like, depending on your tier, includes some of that crap, right? Right. I don't know if y'all have heard of this movie we talked about last week briefly. What? Called The Godfather. Oh, yeah. What's that? The Godfather. It's a yeah, Francis yeah, yeah. Ford Coppola, little-known indie film. Uh, Cold classic, right? I, I mean, if that, if that, really, truly. Godfather, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, and uh, I read... Mario Puzo's book, The Godfather, which preceded the movie briefly. And when I read it, after I've seen the movie many times prior to that. I'm a Godfather fan. I even enjoy the third one, despite Sofia Coppola trying to bore me <laughs> out of the film. I heard you got a, a tattoo of the Godfather somewhere in a precarious position. I just got marionette strings over my On the junk. Okay. Um yeah. So I, uh, I, I remember reading like, like, wow, this book and the movie, uh, quite a departure, quite a departure because half this book is about the Fontaine character getting laid 
and uh, Sonny has a big wiener. I mean, it's just, it's an interesting book. It is not the movie, but the events of the movie are predominantly in the book. Um, it's just the book is, a, there's a lot more to the book. And I always thought it interesting that the movie left out so much. And I mean, like literally half the book is not in the movie um, for better or worse or better. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> but it's still a good book. And I had heard that there was a bunch of drama about getting the Godfather made. I'd read that. I don't know, probably like an Uncle John's bathroom reader or something like that. I was loosely aware of that. Well, they made a series about the making of the Godfather called The Offer. And it is literally, uh, it, it is a based on all true story. And you couldn't refuse it. So. I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, it's got uh, your, your rooster from the Mavericks. As the main character, Al Ruddy, the producer of the movie, you know the kid. The kid went from the uh, from the uh, Ready Player One, who's now like in every second tier movie, but also in Maverick, which is definitely first tier this year, right? Yep. Uh, and then a cast of characters that characters of people playing real people that blew my damned mind. Whoa! First off, Garrick. You know who well, plays uh, Al Ruddy, the producer's assistant? Uh, Billy Zane. Keely. <laughs> Billy Zane. Oh, Keely. It's Keely. Keely from the uh, from the I can't remember names of things right now from uh, Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola is played by the uncle from the Goldbergs, and he's incredible. Oh. <laughs> the dude from Taxi. Oh no. The oh, okay. No. no, no. That's the that's the other grandfather. No, the uncle. The dude from the from the uh, fanboys, the guy with the van. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that he plays Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, wonderfully, right? The guy they got to play Puzo. I'm not, I don't even recognize this dude, but I'm like, oh my gosh, he looks like him in this character. Like every damn character from the entire story. And I mean, if you don't know the making of The Godfather, like the mafia was involved in the making of the movie because they want, didn't want the movie to get made because it portrays Irish Americans poorly. And so the producer was like cutting little agreements with the mafia to kind of keep them out of his hair. And of course that gets even hairier. I mean, it is actually, there's more drama in the making of The Godfather than in The Godfather. Wow, damn. And like everybody, the dude what plays Pacino, the dude what plays Brando. I'm like, where did this guy come from? Like the dude that plays Jimmy Khan, the dude that plays Coppola's little sister, you know, Adrian from Rocky. Uh, like everybody. And but I mean, it's just it's mind bending because, you know, these scenes, you know what happens, but you're getting the other perspective and the other mm. side of it. And it's yeah. like it's like watching things through the mirror, through the looking glass. And it's incredible, and it's really, really, really well done. It's like 11 or 12 episodes. I have one episode left. I think the movie does actually come out. I, I, I know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Um, but I've got, I've got one episode. I mean, Joe Colombo, the gangster, is played by Giovanni Ribisi, who, has the fa who still has the face of a nine-year-old, but he, you know, he plays this, you know, he's got this voice, and he's doing this thing, and like, an episode and a half in, and I'm like, I want to watch this forever. Like Giovanni Ribisi playing a mob boss, I'm sold, and I that doesn't seem possible. It is like the best performance of everybody in it, but the one character I want to highlight the most. The guy who plays the senior vice president of Paramount. 
He's one of those fast-talking 1960 types. You get, you dig it, cat? Like the kind of guy who talks like this all the time. Does a little blow on the side. Always has a scotch in his hand. Moving a little too fast. Think a little too high. Selling things a little too hard, right? And I'm watching this guy, and I'm like, this guy looks so familiar, but I don't know who he is, but it's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen anybody do of such a just, just a crazy out there cat, man. And Kathy, my wife, goes, oh, of course. Wait, that never happens. That's me, usually. <laughs> I'm like, what? And she goes, it's the guy from Downton Abbey. And I had to roll through the entire Rolodex of characters from Downton Abbey because I, even though she's now identified where I could physically see this dude, I could not find it. And I realized the dude what plays Mary's husband in the latest Downton Abbey's, like the movies and stuff, the guy who races the cars, who is like the most like poised British man. He's He's so charming. You know, he's always he's always very calm and very talking like this. Well, and here he is playing oh, yeah. this playing this coked out guy who who talks like this. And he's from Burbank. And he's just he's a, you know, he's an actor who's now the president of a studio or vice president of a studio. And I'm like, dude, it is amazing. You guys remember when I talked about um, what was that Ford versus Ferrari with Matt Damon and and mm-hmm. uh, Batman? Yeah. Uh, and I said uh, one of the amazing things about that movie was like the set designers and the costumes like it was very properly color timed and actually color timing is something that's talked about in this movie in the series but like pastels and stuff like somebody's not necessarily having to drive a cherry red mustang because it's more period appropriate to be driving a powder blue mustang right this show has those same sensitivities oh cool and it's incredible and the amount of drama like life's Life's being threatened, financial issues. Nobody wants Pacino because he's just some stage actor that nobody's ever heard of. And he's too short to play a leading man. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like, dude, Mike, you will eat this Sounds like something I would like, yeah. Because it's not only intriguing because you're getting the behind the scenes take. The characters are all great. And they're all based on real people. The actors portraying them, it's like, oh, of course. Yeah. You know? But then they're all doing their best performances they've ever done in every episode. At, like I, I'm at really close to an hour long. Every episode feels like you just watched a short movie. Like every single episode is so fulfilling. And there, but of course, you always want to watch the next one. But you're like, I don't know. It's going to get heavy if I keep watching them. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it this is one of the best series I ever watched. And my. <laughs> My wife goes, do you think they're going to make a season two? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Godfather two, baby. I'm like, I'm like, well? I doubt it. I'm pretty sure the purse strings were wide open when the second one got made. But I mean, just and there's other stuff like all the characters and all the things in their lives. It's all the tertiary stuff happening around the making of the movie, too. Right. Is happening. It just the level of complexity and the execution is phenomenal. I want to go read Al Ruddy's book. And actually, okay, how much of this was artistic interpretation? How much of this seems right. like actually, actually the way he, yeah. he wrote it, the way it happened? And, you know, or does his writing feel like some sort of storytelling exaggeration? I don't know, but it's so good that it's almost too good to be true. But I actually, there are several, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Oh, yeah, I've read about that. Oh, yeah. And it's, oh, oh, my gosh. See, it's it's a one season series called The Offer. It's on the Paramount Prime. You can probably watch it on Amazon Prime or Paramount Plus. Probably watch it on Amazon Prime. I cannot recommend this enough. This is a like a long form cinematic masterpiece, in my humble opinion. I'm putting cinematic it on my list. Masterpiece. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I've been holding that okay. in uh. for 
two weeks <laughs> actually made Howie sit through some of my ranting about ranting and raving about this uh, the other day. I will. We've already decided we are going to immediately watch The Godfather as soon as we finish the last episode. Because <laughs> it's like, well, about, seems like you'd have to. Like, like a mob movie or something? No, they never say the word mafia. And if you'd like to go know why, watch the series. Because they almost got killed yep. or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. There's. Uh, oh, by the way, if you want to watch Band of Brothers Part Two, just pretend this is that because it's like all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like seriously, Frank Sinatra's played by Sergeant Gonorrhea. Oh, uh, nice. Joe Joe <laughs> Joe Torre Joe Torre's in another scene. Um, the guy played Joe Torre. Uh, Colin Hanks. Oh my gosh, Colin Hanks playing one of the most least likable, but not. Not like an outward dick, but like a total dick. And then having a character arc where like suddenly I'm like, this is the penultimate episode and it's going to be about this character. And halfway through, I'm like, yes, more hurt me more. Yes. Yes. And then by the end of the episode, I was like, that was amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> like it's that kind of show. And it, it almost sucks that it's based on real history because we're not going to get more seasons <laughs> of it. But oh, man, I... I really hope the movie comes out. I really do. I'm, I'm rooting for the characters to actually release The Godfather. <laughs> Come on, man. Come, Come on. Movie. Sounds like a great movie. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. I've, I it's can't got wait. a lot of potential. I can't wait to watch this whole Godfather thing I've heard so much about. <laughs> so, that's me. Is that a Brando movie? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, dude. The Brando reveal is so great. It is so Brando. Nice. It is so Brando, but like also they don't try to deify Brando, but they also don't try to like portray him as already being like uh, a diva, but they definitely portray him as being different <laughs> from the other cast members, but not in like, not in a mocking way, yeah. just in an acknowledging way. Cause at that point it was, he was still kind of like royalty. Sure. You know, even though he hadn't done that much recently at that point while, and he was a yeah. big gamble. Oh, the guy that plays Abby looks like him. You could tell me it's his son, and I believe you. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So cool. So cool. Howie, dock it. <clears throat> well, I finished up part of my, my, my docket on that's behind you. Yeah, that's a docket right there, if I ever seen one. Yep. Uh, I was pointing at these proton packs that I made for Halloween-y mm -hmm. for my children. They light up and make sounds and everything. So that's, I don't believe that's cool. you. Well, th then you need to flip the switch and let everybody hear it. Here it goes. Wait, wait. Ready? Ready? Whoa. Sounds like it. I'm blinded by the light. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to maybe take Wrapped a little. up like a douche. Take a little <laughs> video and, and post it on the discords. Uh, by the way, if you're not on our discord, you should be. Uh, Discord not video friendly. You have to like post it on the YouTube and post it on the video on the Discord. That's what I told you to do, oh, Corey. So yep, yeah, listen to me closer next time. I will. I'm sorry. Um, but I had talked about doing that uh, a few weeks ago, and so yeah, I did that. Uh, but I also started a new series that um stars Chloe. Grace. Chloe, Chloe Grace, Moritz, Grace. Moritz. Yep. Chloe oh. Moritz, Grace. Derek Moritz, probably knows what I'm talking Danger about. Danger Girl or whatever? No, not Danger Girl. 
Danger Girl. Now, Danger there's a girl. comic with curves. No. <laughs> no, that you're thinking I'll objectify of, uh, that drawing. Uh, you're thinking of, uh, dang it, uh, Kick Ass. Kick Ass. Yeah. That girl. I will yeah. not objectify that. That's creepy and wrong. <laughs> but she's in a new series called The Peripheral. Oh, The Peripheral. The Peripheral. Mm-hmm. Like your eyeballs. Takes, you got to use your peripherals. It <laughs> takes place in a slightly a slight future from ours. She's a gamer. Like well, she likes the past time playing games. A little more advanced than what we're used to right now. Marvel, she's there. playing Marvel Snap 2. Marvel Snap Whoa, 2. Oh, they made a second one already. Um DC Go Boohoo. That's that's what it's called. Such a weird name. It really is. I don't understand. The future's so odd. But uh, so, like one of the things she they have, uh, of course, VR gaming is bigger and more involved. But uh, so that she does a lot of that. That's that's the story. The end. Did she meet the dude from the offer? Uh, he was in the Ready Player One. Yeah, and then she like dies in the second episode, and then they, nice. and then it's just a blank screen, black screen from <laughs> for the next episodes after that. It's really kind of neat artistic take they took on that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got mics, I had to keep going. Um, but no, so okay, so she kind of like she has a mother who is very very sick, so she's working. She lives with her and her brother who is ex-military um plays these games too uh but they get he gets paid i think he gets pissed and gets yeah, like all no. anti-semitic and starts yelling in a falsetto at no. other players no 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 he gets paid for some of the stuff they do in games or whatever i don't know oh uh, he's a gold farmer yeah but they get sent this new game bum, bum, bum. Oh, it's called jumanji and oh dude i love that movie so the, it's because his character had done this thing uh that was like it caught attention whatever yeah but um he's like no but it was when you were playing my character. Oh, she jumped on his account. Jumped on yeah, and did something I mean, that, that got him a, some notoriety. That so yeah, that was. I mean, that was a thing that. Yeah. It's not like oh, I didn't know that that happened. Like they do that, and she he knows that she's a better at that than he is. So mm -hmm. he's like, you've got to do this. Uh, so she puts the thing on, and jumps in, and immediately is like, whoa, this is <laughs> an amazing sim. Yeah. I feel like I'm like really here, kind of a thing. And wackiness ensues. I do like <laughs> wackiness. Uh, no, it's a more serious Wi-Fi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sci-Fi. The, the most serious Wi-Fi gives it's you cancer. The most serious Wi-Fi. Uh, Sci-Fi. Um, I, I can't really say a whole lot about it. because How serious is it? Is it like deep dark or is it just serious, but it's got some light moments? It's. That tells me it's deep dark. Yeah, there's some occasional. I wouldn't say comedic moments, but 
you know things that happen that are lighthearted that lighten the mood a little bit but mm-hmm. kind of it, but it's mostly pretty deep dark okay uh so i've been eyeballing this i really have yeah i, I just like I, it looks heavy yeah it is mm-hmm. um Ooh, heavy there's a couple Scott. of there's a couple of scenes i felt like the writing the acting sometimes people talk too much hmm too much That's dialogue it. sometimes there's a there's a couple points and it's not with her character or like her family's characters it's these other characters that i'm like okay too much dialogue but that's only a little part of it you know it's just like it it felt like a little too much more explaining than doing Mm -hmm. um but i've also been watching this like really late at night too when i'm tired so (laughs) i could not do that that uh doesn't help but i so far i think i'm i'm trying to see how many episodes are actually it's on the Netflix. Five or I can't remember what it's um, on. No, wait, I've been seeing commercials for it. Is it on the Prime? Oh, I've been seeing on the YouTube. Find where it's at. The peripheral. Normally they it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that yeah, explains why I've been seeing yeah. commercials for yeah. it. <laughs> that makes sense. Um. So. It's definitely worth watching. I'm only probably halfway through. Yeah. So I, I can't tell you how good it's really going to be, but it's it's got my attention. Mm-hmm. After the first couple episodes, I'm like, okay, I, I, I want to know what's going on. Um, Is it the best thing I've been watching lately? No. <laughs> it's just been too Aww. much too much but good stuff to it's, compare anything it's to. It's competing against some really really good stuff yeah so i would have never expected to be so excited about the offer yeah in the in light of all the things we've been getting yeah. lately but the thing oh, i like about Cho this Chang in it it's um it's it's the, it's a really sci-fi heavy yeah show and i've been kind of craving that lately mm-hmm. because i mean i love fantasy mm-hmm. beginning a lot more fantasy lately oh yeah way more uh so between like this and Andor, it's really been kind of mm. nice to Andor. to get more of the the sci fi side of things. Fair. Uh, and this actually is, you know, it's, it's not Star Wars universe where it's like that's a thing over yeah. there. This is applicable. This is that, yeah, right. So it's like it's interesting take. There's a few things you're going to be have like okay. I'm not sure the logistics of how that actually works, but I'm okay just kind of letting it be, mm-hmm. especially since I'm only this far into it, right. you know. Right. Uh, so I definitely recommend it. I don't want to say any more about. I think I'm gonna watch. I'm I'm yeah. not gonna watch it probably before you finish it, but I think yeah. I'm gonna watch it. So I'll be interested to get your generic impression afterward before yeah. I dive in because, like, if there's no payoff or if there's a lot of stuff left unsaid, that would probably shake me off of it yeah because i'm not that excited there's they've they've revealed a lot so far yeah and which is the reason why i don't want to talk about anymore because Mm -hmm. it's like within the first couple episodes you get some and then you get more and more and it's it's definitely not holding things back and you're like i don't know what's going on but there's still stuff you intrigue there's still yeah yeah so um yeah i definitely so far recommend it but 
the peripherals. I'll tell you more later. Later with that. I look forward to it. Mike, do you have any docketing left to do? Well, <clears throat> I'm going to bring up one that we just <laughs> you just briefly brought up. And I think all of us have a little bit we want to talk about. Some Andor, maybe. Yeah. Andor! I, mean, I don't want to get too deep because no, I think we're, we're going to go doing deep a whole, on Andor. Yeah, we're going to end a, up doing a whole. Yeah, if thing. not in a couple weeks, or if not a, a week from now, right? Uh, As we record, there's ten, we're about ten eps in. Yeah, and there's a couple eps left. Kind of. Do you want to like do some broad brushes? Kind of. Well, we've actually been reactions. We've, yeah, we've been discussing this over the last a, twelve episodes that you missed. We've been talking <laughs> okay. about. It. All right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. all right. Well, then, uh, we could discuss a little bit of the, the yeah. most recent episode. I mean, Mike, you lead so, us and let us react to your. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the listeners right, have heard us. Is, do that. This so, is your docket. So I'm yeah. really trying to figure out how I feel about the show. Really? Because yeah. it is no. Don't get me wrong. I love the show. Okay, so you, I'm, I'm going to say that feel straight that. out. Okay, fair. But I, I'm trying to figure out why I love the show because <laughs> it is so different yeah. from everything else that we've been given. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. There's some really good Star Wars stuff that's been put out in the Disney era, and then there's but most of it's been pretty butt stank. <laughs> I mean, the the stuff that's at the very top of the list prior to Andor is is Rogue One for me and Mando. Mandalorian, and not much else, yep. man. Not Solo? much else. Boba I, Fett, I like Solo. That, that folds in. Oh, I thought you said Boba. No, yeah, Solo. Yeah, yeah. Boba uh, folds into Mando. Yeah, yeah, yeah folds into Mando, mm -hmm. and it's kind of in the middle somewhere. Yeah, um, with the sequel trilogies at the bottom for me. Yeah. Um. So this show, I really love this show, but it is such a departure. It's it is everything that we said that we've wanted in Star Wars and never believed for they would long give us time. Yeah, so I get maybe I'm shell shocked. Yep, I don't <laughs> <laughs> that I'm actually getting something like this. So what this is called, Mike, is Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> you're you're out there. You're no longer trapped in his backyard, being fed through it with a bucket through a shed. Right? You don't have to poop in a five gallon bucket anymore. But reality as wonderful as all of it brings is so shocking to you. Like the light hurts your eyes. You almost <laughs> crave to go back into the hole that you're used to. I understand. Completely. Well, I, something we discussed. By the way, the he in that was Ryan Johnson. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> something we had discussed is we think part of the reason they're getting away with making something good is the top people were like, oh, it's Andor. It's not going to be that big of a series. It's like they were all distracted yeah. with Obi Wan. So we or don't, something. We, it's, like, it's like the we kids went off and made something great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's well. It's okay. So yeah, I, I I'm shell shocked at that we're getting something this good. I'm also surprised because I found myself because this show, without a doubt, is a very slow burn, and Which lately slow burns have not really kept me engaged but this one's keeping me engaged that's but, but okay okay you it's, say slow burn it's and a I slow know what you're saying yeah it, yeah exactly what i'm gonna say it's a <laughs> slow burn slow in the burns. fact that there are these long dialogue heavy scenes but even in those scenes there is an intensity and sometimes an anxiety yeah, that but it's even, just like oh but even the setups i mean we've had basically two arcs in the series so far yep and and ten, so we, it's like, so, I mean, each arc is like five apps and, and so it doesn't just, ha I mean, I guess, I guess my so expectation so far is that things need to move at a faster pace. 
Um, Faster, more intense? Yeah, because that's how about, what Star Wars... How about we just give you more intense? That's what... Yes, and that's what <laughs> that's what it's, it's becoming. Yeah. And I, I like that. I like that. It's like, geez, I'm enjoying this more in the way that I would enjoy something like Game of Thrones or something like that. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I guess I'm just so shocked that I'm like... George, I don't know. That George is made actually... Movies. George made movies. Yes, they had to have had a to whole be, arc right. within a two and a half hour frame that has to be faster, more intense. These are TV series. But faster, more intense TV just gets series, silly after okay, a while. Okay, so even like Mandalorian, though. Okay, it's as much have, as I like Mandalorian, Mandalorian is still a poppy pop. It's popcorn. Pop, pop. It has slow moments where it takes its breath, but then it's back into pop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And this doesn't. And no, this one just I like it. This one's like the it's we already turned up the boil. Now we've set to simmer and you have to sit and well, stew. And every character they bring on the screen, I want to know more. Yeah, yep, and there's a, yep. yeah, and there's intention with them. And um part of this okay, so for those who don't know, Tony Gilroy is the guy, he was the cleanup guy on Rogue One. Yes. So he was, came in and told Gareth that we're to go sit in the corner. <laughs> basically. So which by the way, for those who really don't know, he was a cleanup guy on Godzilla when yeah. Gareth Edwards was doing He's Godzilla. Home, home so those guys they already have, knew he could, that he, he could wipe couldn't salvage it. that one though. No, that one <laughs> he couldn't. That was pretty bad. That but was that was an ass Argon, that could not get wiped. And he turned Rogue One into something that was is just great. And I've heard ter- Tony Gilroy in interviews, and he said that he has no investment in Star Wars whatsoever. It was nothing that he grew up on. Yep, nothing that he has any love or dedication to certain characters or whatever. And that really shows in this, this series because I think what other shows and what other directors and writers and what stuff on like Obi-Wan's and, you know, Boba Fett's and stuff, they feel like they have to get in all that, the, um, you know, the, the, the hooks into the old stuff. You know, we got to, we got to show you some old stuff so that you, you or, like our stuff. Or they give so little shits about the old stuff that they're doing it just because they know they have to check a box. Right. Exactly. Obi-Wan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and this guy's like, no, I'm going to tell a compelling story. Here's, here's the universe. And I'm going to tell a compelling story. He knows story. how to stay within the boundaries. Yes. Yes. Of, of what the story. Yeah. There's, there's the no universe. Jedi. There's no force. There's no, there, there's none of that. Doesn't need to be. Exactly. Never has needed. And to we've be. said that we. I, I mean, we go back to even before Disney bought Star Wars. This is stuff that we had talked about forever, dude. It's how I like to run a Star Wars <laughs> campaign, like a tabletop RPG. I'm like, just get rid of force powers. Right. It's, it's complicated and it adds a weight that will get in the way of everybody else's right. story. Right. Exactly. So this is just a great story. Oh, by the way, this this series two, this formula, I didn't think could work. Me neither. Because going into the show, I was like, if they focus on Andor, nobody gives a damn about this guy. Yep. Who gives two shits about him? I thought the way that you make this series successful is that I he, was, he was he was the guy. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> he was the guy. He was going to be the guy that I thought these were going to be episodes like each one was going to be a mission, and you'd meet new people each time, kind of in the vein of like Mandalorian. Be- yeah, you know, because Mandalorian we haven't goes seen and has a new adventure. Even Obi Wan was that way, and it was the same adventure the whole time. But each one was like, "Here's a different arc of it." Right. Just like, oh my god, right. exactly. So I didn't think that this could work, but it's totally worked. It's it's. Mm-hmm bewildering well, to me i'm scratching my yeah, head it, it gave it like wow i care about andor yeah way more than <laughs> yeah, i never ever thought did. i could yep me just too care about more about the people around him yeah we, me too yeah and we learned about the most recent episode like oh god at least for me i mean we've learned a little bit but they 
they don't, they're not afraid to pull certain punches. They're not going to punch you super hard. Right. But they're not afraid to also not pull the, some of those punches. Yeah. By like, the way. Um, oh, go ahead. Spoilers, I'm sorry. I guess. Uh, the prison break. Yeah. It won't be spoilers by the time it comes out. Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, Andor kind of meets this conspirator, you know, the, the guy he's nodding with. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of investing that guy. Seems kind of cool. And then he gets shot. Yep. I mean, you know, they just, people are going to die mm-hmm. and there's no right. telling who is. And, and, who's and some people are probably just going to suffer. We don't know because, uh, again, Schmeagol can't swim. Dude, yeah. dude, yeah. Andy Circus and those oh. apps masterclass, man. Oh yeah, I di- I didn't think he was that good. <laughs> that, well, yeah. he I, tends to focus on specific things. We haven't had that many things where he's just there playing a character whose intensity well, matches his style. Because a lot of times he overshoots with his intensity. Right. This was right there. This was him just being an actor. Yeah. And and taking direction, it seems like he's taking. I think on other projects he's done, he's been too involved with the motion cap stuff, and mm-hmm. and he's he's a direct. Like people don't know this, but he's like a secondary director on a yeah. lot of these films. He oh, does. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's second unit all the time. Right. I thought they were going to turn his character into Snoke. <laughs> there are a lot of people thinking yeah. that. Actually, he just did an interview this week saying that he was worried about that, that people were going to be confused. Yeah, yeah. But I never. No, it, it never yeah. once. No. But no, that that end scene with him not being able to... Sw- Dude, there are, that is brilliant writing. There are two things that I've watched this year that have literally... I have physically raised my arm, like, punching the air. One was Cobra Kai when dude rolled down his window and he said, Mr. LaRusso, come with me if you want to live. Because <laughs> I, I literally said it aloud right before he said it. So I was really, I was like, yeah. Also, I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> the other one was the last line of the episode before the prison break. And it was Andy Circus. <laughs> no more never more than 12. <laughs> yes. I arm pumped in the air. Yeah, I'm like, it is badass. on like donkey the flip cone. And uh, there was the the scene where well where you find out Andy Circus can't swim, and then there's this there's this pan out. You see this above shot of the facility that they're getting ready to jump out of. Mm. That was just a brilliantly framed shot mm. of these the, guys swimming in the water, yeah. and just it you, was all the cinematography just, in the show is mind numbingly gorgeous. You realize that facility was the the Empire logo, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're yeah. all swimming away yes. from it. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And I mean, oh my gosh, I, figured you got, I didn't even think about that. Sim- that, that I hadn't either. I'm, I'm sitting there going, Dude, wow, Howie picked gosh. up the symbolism and you're we're getting, just sitting here going, damn it, Howie. You're getting the goosebumps going, man. That's yeah. badass. That oh my gosh. Well, badass. My, Dude, my, we haven't even talked about Mon Mothma. I'm sorry. No, no, I mean, but that's the thing. We're going to get all this deep when Toblerone comes. But Guinevere O'Reilly, badass. The one of, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I feel like just like we choked up when we were standing in front of actual Mon Mothma, oh, yeah. I would get choked up standing in front of Genevieve. Oh, I totally <laughs> the, the exact oh, same way. Gosh. She is amazeballs. Um, that secondary the, arc is... This show does not yeah. pander to past Star Wars. Nope. It doesn't do anything on the nose. Right. Having said that, there is one shot that jumped out at me that I, which was Bix being interrogated, and he's saying, you know, he's got the thing on her head, and he's like, all right, well, now we're gonna do this. And he goes to turn it on, you hear her screaming, 
and the next shot is the door <laughs> oh, yeah. sweeping closed and someone yes. walking past yeah. it, right. which is the exact yeah. shot from the interrogation yeah, droid so floating Leia. in Atlea and the Death Star. And, I, and I'm not now. I need to go walk back look, but I feel like they did the same thing again when Han was screaming in Empire. Yeah, they did it that same, same shot. That's Dude, a Star you know Wars what? shot that no one cared about. You know what the funny Except thing Lucas, is, Lucas Kirshner, and now it's Gilroy. funny that you bring yeah. that up because I saw that and it it hit me. But I didn't put two and two together oh, immediately, and realize immediately. I did I, I didn't. But that's why I paused the show and made my daughter listen to me talk about how cool that was. <laughs> that's like punishment. And I didn't even care. But the cool thing about it is for me that it was so subtle, it was that it seemed familiar, but it wasn't in your face like, yeah. Hey, look what we're doing. No, no, you've got to, I mean, you've gotta be a Star Wars to to and I am. You know, that's I, a technical I, term. I try not to be. I've tried to wean myself away. I want to sell many of my collectibles because uh, they just take up too much room. You know what the sad thing is, and this is one of the things that I'm trying to analyze about all of this with this series, is that, you know, we've come to say that prior to this show, I think some of the things that we've enjoyed about some of these other series is that the fan service that we get. Yeah. There's always been this talk about, you know, oh, is it too much or too little? And, you know, we like it. We like hearing, you know, some of the references to the old stuff and whatnot. Mm. The thing about this series has made all that obsolete. It's but, like we don't need fan service. No, 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 no. At, at, at like, in your face levels. It, yeah, that's the thing. It's full of fan service. That fan service. But it's so subtle. That fan service is called effort. It's called skill and it's right. called talent. Right. Because guess what? Right. That creates fans. And it Agreed. and it, it nurtures the existing fans. Mm-hmm. So all it takes is a little flourish here, a little touch there, a mention of a planet that mm-hmm. hasn't been mentioned for thirty years in a right. book. You know, what I mean, those things <laughs> land with so much more weight when it's completely surrounded in something so re- meaty and real. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't need to see the imperial key cards. Like yeah, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Like I don't need to or or uh, the the ice cream safe. You know, yeah. like which those, was amazing. Those things are fun, but I when I'm watching this series, it's like, I, okay, what's gonna happen next with with Mon Mothma? What's yeah. gonna happen next with? Wait till Andor. you go back after it's done and watch the whole thing, binge it, and and think yeah. about the things and that start, you're gonna notice. I know that you didn't even see because you're so wrapped focused up in, in the story. You're yeah. so focused in yeah. the story. Those things are there. You're right. This is gonna be one of those you can go back and and see something new every time. Yeah, it feels yeah it's exciting. Lived in like the the design and whoever crew whoever makes the whatever they put in the pictures <laughs> settings, <laughs> the props there. That's the word. Whoever makes the props, man, just brilliant. Like mm-hmm. every, it feels lived in. Like mm-hmm. even the droid, um, uh, uh, at, yeah. at the androids or and, Andor's like, Oh, the little, yeah. A little squishy the, head droid. Yeah. yeah. Just that, even every, that little thing there. Also, they make so a big deal about it, but it's amazing. inventive locations. Like, oh, yeah. you know, Mandal- Mandalorian was, was fine, but he was like on desert planets yep. or, Right, well, Tatooine yep. for a lot of it mm-hmm. for for a long time, but this we're getting yep. like the jail is just like so sterile mm-hmm. and but s- still kind of menacing. And then you got you know uh, where Mon Mothma is like this huge open expanse and but cool. it's also menacing. Yeah, it, it, it's beautiful. It's high. It's high mm-hmm. dollar, but it's as menacing as the prison to how, me. It is a prison. How how do you in one season we've had. Two store main story arcs, and it ain't over. And 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 had very powerful climactic moments to each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we still have two more eps. Like, I know, <laughs> and it, and it doesn't feel rushed. 
It's no. not like, oh, we're trying to jam all this stuff in. Right. Yep. It also doesn't feel stretched. Like, oh, right. we need to have half an episode about walking around a gate. Yeah. Every- <laughs> oh, wait, they couldn't walk around it. I forgot. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. And, yeah, the that scene with uh, Rael. What's his name? Rael? No, it's Luthen. We, at the end, when he's talking to his, his mole, mm-hmm. that... Like oh, gantry yeah. or yep. man, yep. holy shit! Yeah, Where did they? How did oh they my gosh, that, that whole speech, that whole oh, oh yeah, that, was oh that whole God. like, what have you sacrificed? Yeah. I'm like, what have I sacrificed? He, he gives this big speech, and, and at the like, end, he, he goes, "You want to know what I've sacrificed? Everything. Every other writer <laughs> on every other Star Wars project." If they sat down with what did you sacrifice, fill in the rest, it would be immediate. I'll tell you what I've sacrificed, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, I, I suppose I'm." This and there's this and that and, and like yeah, over the course of like two, three, four minutes, the intensity is ratcheting up as he knows this. He's going slow on purpose, but even as he talks about it, he's getting mad because the whole thing he sacrifices is that he can't think about it. He can't stop and consider what he's sacrificed. That's his sacrifice. And so as he starts to do it, he's getting angrier and angrier, and I'm getting angry with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we're, we're going to do this again in a week. Let's just cut this out. Yeah, where he, where he says, the, by curses, I have to use my enemy tac- my enemy's tactics. Yeah, and, and no one's going to. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to be the yeah. bad guy. <laughs> He's Darth Cadis. Yeah. I'm going to be the bad guy so that the good guys can win. It's I, new Jason. I love that there's one line in there where he talks about all the stuff that he's doing right now is going to benefit someone else. It's not yeah. even going to he, benefit He's not going to get to see the I'm fruits not of his gonna, I'm not, yes, the fruits of the labor. And, and here's it's the thing. It's not even going to be his reward. Here's the thing. Take that and apply that to history because there's been a lot of people in world history oh. who had to make that sacrifice. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, seriously, that's not a new concept. Right. And that's heavy hitting. Really heavy hitting. Heavy hitting stuff. Mm. All right, we're going to talk about this more later. We have to get to what everybody tuned in this week to hear about, which is about weird. (laughs) Seriously. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to know about the weird Al Yankovic story. Weird. Weird. And I don't care about any kind of spoilers because it's going to be fun and good. Oh, my gosh. It's ridiculous. Because I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm I've tuned in. I've specifically but tuned you in. You guys this episode don't worry about, about spoiling weird. it. Spoil all of it. I don't. It's uh, well. I mean, you guys know who Weird Al is, so you know what? the story. Who? <laughs> True. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> He's got an accordion. So Garrick and I have both watched it. Uh, it's on the Roku <laughs> channel. So you watch yeah. it, and there'll be like two minutes of commercials every so often. Reasonable. It's funny. I'm like, oh, commercials, and then I'm like, oh yeah. Commercials were tolerable back in the 80s before they became like a huge money grab and a third of the time you sit in front of the TV is commercials and it's intolerable and network television pretty much shot itself in the ass and forced streaming and all that to happen because people got sick of, I mean, for God's sakes, as if football's not slow enough, we need TV timeouts, God's sakes. So anyway, uh, Roku, you can watch on a Roku channel with a very limited commercial interruption, I would say. Um... This movie is so delightfully lo-fi. That's it's Weird Al. <laughs> it is, yeah. It and Weird Al's in it, but of course he's played by Harry Potter, <laughs> yes. as he should be played. Yeah, he plays a producer that does not want to produce Weird Al's stuff, and the last man on <laughs> Earth is his yeah. like brother. And he's sitting Will there. Arnett? No, w- yeah. Will Arnett? Will, no, no, not no, that. No, that's no, the guy who was married. No, Amy, Will Amy Forte. Paul. The Will fats. Forte. The fats. Will yeah. Forte. He was Will something. Yeah. He uh, 
And he's like yelling, he's yelling at Harry Potter Weird Al about how talented he, talentless Weird Al is and that his music is garbage and everything. And Weird Al, who's playing the brother, is going, okay, well, hold on. (laughs) And he's like in his face yelling like, I would never listen to you. It's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, you you start off, Weird Al's a little kid and his dad works at the factory. We don't know know what what the factory makes. Nobody knows what the factory is for, but it's where they go to work. (laughs) And it's a point that's like literally like, like, what do you even make there? You'll know when you work at the factory. (laughs) Like you got to understand this whole movie, like Weird Al's music is a spoof of the, you know, my documentaries of musical people, not documentaries. Or the, not documentary. It's a, it's uh, spoofing like bioptic. Bio- yeah, the biopics. Biopic. It's spoofing like Bohemian Rhapsody, where this is clearly not reality. It's reality adjacent for the first half of the film. <laughs> so yeah, like you know, he's a kid. He's he likes you know making up lyrics to different songs. He rewrites the lyrics to Amazing Grace. Everybody's horrified. And uh, but then Tom Lennon comes along, knocks on the door, and he's a door-to-door accordion salesman. And he convinces this kid that he was born to play the accordion, and that he'll be at, he'll be drowning in uh, before he gets interrupted. Which is it's a very it's a very uh, I would say predominantly family-friendly movie. Or it's it's not offensive. It's not pizza. Blue. You're gonna say pizza. It's Weird Al level sensibilities. The whole thing. Yeah. And uh and yeah, so it's his story of like how he discovered all these spoofs of songs, you know, and it's all hilariously over dramatic. <laughs> and like, people are responding like the whole, my Bologna when he, cause the first one that he had uh, play was my, yeah, the, my Sharona spoof, my Bologna and Bologna. the story about how he discovers my Bologna while he's in like an apartment with his like three friends who are all like completely normal looking dudes and weird owls, weird owl, but they, they all look up to him and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and he like, literally he's like, he just starts singing the words to my Bologna, you know, like off the top of his head. He just got inspired because he was looking at the Bologna that he pulled out of the <laughs> fridge. And they're like, dude, that was the most inspiring thing I've ever heard. You know, <laughs> they're all like, like you have to do that. This is what you're meant to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like they send they record it. <laughs> As all college students do, or is it college? They recorded yeah. in a bathroom. Which that's a see. That's the thing, though. That's a true story. Yeah, that's true. That's the, yeah. The the first half of the film, you they keep dropping true stories, and so you're like, oh, this is gonna be, a like a spoof, but true, but yeah, a satirized. True. It it changes <laughs> because at one point he decides turn. he decides that he's done writing spoof music and that he wants to write his own songs. So he writes Eat It, which is a completely original song and makes the video. But then Michael Jackson comes out with Beat It and he's furious because now everybody's going to think he wrote that song and he just rewrote the lyrics of Weird Al's song. It goes down some paths. He's shagging Madonna. Uh, Pablo Escobar is a big fan. So they go and uh, Madonna gets kidnapped because Weird Al won't play Pablo Escobar's, uh, Escobar's birthday party. He has to go rescue Madonna from Pablo Escobar. There's a gunfight, but then Madonna, who you can tell the whole time they've been overplaying that she's in it for herself this whole time. She wants to stay and take the place of Pablo Escobar. So she becomes the new drug kingpin uh, down there (laughs) and later on shows up again and has an eye patch. (laughs) 
<laughs> it goes so off the rails, but by the Dwight, it's Dwight plays uh Oh, uh, Dr. Demento. Dr. Demento. That is, part was real where he was he was discovered by Dr. Demento. Yeah, yeah. Rain Wilson Ish. plays Doc Yeah, Dr. Demento was the first one that played uh My Bologna, which that yeah, that whole scene. Again, there's all these truth bits sprinkled in the but it's just slacked and ridiculous. There's a lot of famous people. In a lot of movie. famous people depicted in this. I would say not as accurately and as inspiredly as I was describing in the offer, but more of them. Every oh, yeah. comedian from like like plus or minus thirty Gallagher. years, <laughs> like like there were people that weren't even popular in that time or maybe even active, but they're all just people so clearly. Yeah, like Gallagher, uh, like Charo. Uh, geez, every like Wolfman I, Jack, <laughs> Jack Black plays Wolfman Jack, doing the worst Wolfman Jack impression I've ever heard, but still hilarious. He's like, what do you got? He like challenges him to a, a spoof or what is a spoof off? I can't remember. No, he he makes it. He says he's a. If you're so good at this, like if you're such a genius, I want you. Like, why don't you come up with one right now? And of course, they've got uh, the dude from uh, Queen. Weird, yeah, not the lead singer, but no, like, the, the bassist, the bassist, yeah, the bassist from Queen is there. And so it was. Uh, what's what's the song again? Oh, uh, which Queen song was another one of his major spoofs? Mike, come on, Weird Al Queen spoof. Help me out. Anyway, um, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but anyway, like there, are, it's a pool party, and everybody's. It's not just that famous people are present. They're all wearing like their trademark performance outfits so that it's very obvious these people who look nothing like any of these people. <laughs> the real people right. are depicting them. But yeah, right there, he just immediately spoofs the Queen oh, song. Another one bites the dust. Oh yeah. Another, another one rides the bus. the bus. And just and and Jack Black's like Wolfman Jack, like you know, he's doing the Wolfman Jack. I can't do a bad one like Jack Black did. I sound more like Wolfman Jack than he. He. I, I feel like he was trying not to, <laughs> but like, but he was doing kind of like a rough voice, like a bad Wolfman Jack, and he just drops it and he's just full on Jack Black. He's like, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and there's the funny thing is there's actually tons of famous people in the movie, but. The famous people in the movie are played by less famous people. I mean, they're reckon a lot of them are recognizable comedians, but like a lot of the bigger names are just in and out here and there. But there's a lot of people because it's Funny or Die. It's produced by Funny or Die, and there's a a lot of people involved with Funny or Die. But oh my gosh, yeah it it just goes. It has to do that full arc, you know, <laughs> the descent like drugs. Trying you have to have the drug trying drug scene, <laughs> which was. <laughs> I mean, exactly. It's so low budget, but done so effectively for, you know, even like even for a satire, it is low budget. It looked like, but yet done. It, there's more love and craft and fun being had. And it's so obvious what you're watching. So when you start watching, you're like, oh, this seems like it could be like a primetime sitcom. This doesn't feel like a movie. And then partway through, you're like, no, this is such a this is such a a, a work of love and and just joy. I, I honestly was on the fence when it started, but by the end, I was all in. My yeah. daughter went nuts. She's like, this is the best movie ever. Like, she thought it was the She's greatest. also a big, huge Weird Al She's a giant Weird Al fan. But his his dad's, like, uh, backstory was <laughs> amazing. It's so dumb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 
he wants to know why his dad always like he kind of makes up with his dad but he just wants to know what was it that made him always resent him when he was young like why didn't you why were you afraid to let me pursue my passions and stuff and he gets out a book he's like well i've written it all down he pulls out like a like a 2000 page tome and he's looking through he's like i mean do you have like some drawings or pictures and he's like well i do have a book of drawings like oh good okay it's smaller (laughs) and he opened it up his dad was amish (laughs) and he's and basically he had been living in an amish paradise and blah 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 but he was cast out (laughs) because he wanted to play the accordion uh, and so that, of course, inspires the song, the completely and wholly original song, song yep. Amish Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is every time Daniel Ratcliffe opens his mouth to start singing, it's Weird Al's voice <laughs> unabashedly. Yeah. And it works. 100%. It works. Oh, it works so well. But I mean, all the way to like a performance at like the Hollywood Bowl or wherever. And he's like, he's too drunk and he's like had too much to drink and he's like slurring and the bandmates are getting mad at him. I mean, all the tropes of the rock biopics are there, but it's just so silly because it's Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al. It, the perfect. That was perfect casting because they knew that Daniel Radcliffe could take it seriously enough like he's playing it serious the whole movie and he, he needs to yeah he, yeah he knows it's ridiculous but yeah. he's playing it like weird al was the hardest mfer that ever lived yeah and it's <laughs> also just daniel Radcliffe. he's like my height you know it's hilarious i i really liked it it's not the best movie ever but i was just so shocked at how much yeah. i really it's enjoyed a fun it. movie yeah I mean, it's not a work of art or anything but it's it's it, fun it is not trying to be. That's all you can It is ask not for. trying to be anything more than it is, and it, it comes across as quite a bit. I just love hearing Weird Al sing. Yeah. It's, Especially, I mean, like, out of, you know, it's a different, because all this stuff is re-recorded. Oh, did you listen to the credits? No. Where I supposed to, the I credits to? song, Weird Al is singing about the movie, and, like, making some stuff up like he's literally singing about the accuracy of the movie and how it's all completely and totally accurate except the <laughs> the one part where he uh he said he wouldn't go open for queen at the at live aid because he totally did that in real life <laughs> <laughs> it, it's actually really fun to watch the entire credits because i was actually laughing at the original song that he made to be the credit sequence of the movie <laughs> Yeah, there's part of the, they invite him to come play at Live Aid. And he goes, wow. And the camera zooms in on his eyes are really big. And he's like, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the end, singing about, no, I actually did go play Love Aid and I rocked. It was awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, I, it's watch tough. it. It's a fun one. And, you know, if you're, if your kids are older than toddlers, you know, if, if, if they can watch, primetime television with you they can definitely watch this you know so it's it I, in that regard i call it predominantly family-friendly movie by the way the chick played madonna uh eerily madonna hmm. oh, yeah, was good. very convincing young madonna in voice and look and i don't i didn't look up who it was she looked familiar but she was really good she sounded a lot like her I gotta look. but yeah i had to look up what inspired that because there were a couple things that were very clearly um, because of like real life issues that he had had with people. How is Evan Rachel Evan Rachel Wood? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! World, wow! Interesting. Yeah. Yep, she was great. But no way. 
looking up wow. like, oh, he had a feud with Madonna because he did that. He took one of her interviews and recut it to him asking questions about her being into him. And <laughs> and it was on MTV, I think. And so I guess there was some sort of like feud with Madonna. So naturally he wrote it where Madonna was in love with him, but trying to t- take him for his money. <laughs> like that. Like, I'm just like, it's almost like a, like a goofy revenge piece. I love it. I'm going to watch it again. I'm sure I will at some point. Go watch the weird y'all. I will. Weird. It's on my list. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, the list is long and winding, but so is the road, which is why we're going to have to tie this one off lads. That's right. It's another end. I wish I had a card again that I could put on, feed the fish, put my shoes on. It's such a good feeling to know I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> it's such a happy feeling. I won't wake up dead. Oh. And when, Is that how oh. that song goes? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> wake up I ready to verse. say, I'm going to get blind drunk today. You guys don't remember that song? <laughs> That's a Mr. Rogers? good feeling. A nauseating feeling. The feeling that, you know, that Mike will be back. When the day is through. After he's over whatever flu. <laughs> because he's always got other things to do. And how he will be sitting at master control. Garrick's there, too. Jelly, everybody. <laughs>